Mark begins his gospel from the proclamation of John the Baptist and then goes into the ministry of Jesus and Jesus' appearing um, in the land. Matthew and Luke begin their gospels with stories of Jesus' birth and the events before his birth that led up to it. Um, They also include the genealogies that go back a bit further. And John decides to begin his gospel with this beautiful text that we've just heard. This is the, the prologue, the first 18 verses of John's gospel. And it's a very different text from anything you find in other gospels, but it's it's a beautiful text. I was thinking, thinking about why I find this such a beautiful thing to meditate on, just preparing for Mass today, but I think it's because usually my mind is racing around trying to understand everything I see in the readings, whereas this is obviously mystifying and I can't understand it all, so I have to just sit in it and let it break upon me. Um, but something that struck me about this, this beautiful way that John decides to begin his Gospel, he's writing a testimony to Jesus who he's met and known who he was a close disciple with, and who he's, he was there through his ministry. He was there when he went to the cross um, and then saw his resurrection. And John decides to start sharing about this man who he'd walked about with in this mysterious, eternal, cosmic, poetic sort of way. I think it's, it's bridging a great tension that we have in our knowledge and our, our encounter of Jesus that sometimes we can get kind of caught up in the majesty of God and we can recognize that Jesus is the Word, the second person of the Trinity who was before all ages and through whom all things came into existence and who is the light that will shine for all eternity and that in him we find life, that, that kind of transcendent wonder of who Jesus is as the Son of God. But then at other times, we, we simply find Jesus as the one who walks with us through this day, the one who comforts us in our struggles and our trials, who, who picks us up when we're feeling weak and broken, the one who forgives us of our sins, the one who, who calls us to, to act in the world and to live however he's calling us to live. There's this very close relational human experience of Jesus and then this wondrous, majestic experience of God. And I think that's something of what John is fleshing out when he, when he begins his gospel in this way. He's talking of the, the cosmic word before all time. But then even as he talks about that, it's beginning to reflect the human story of it all. When, the, yes, the, the second person of the Trinity who was before all time came and walked among us. There's that beautiful line, the word became flesh and lived among us. But the, the beginning of the story breaks in with, with he starts talking about the testimony of John. So he's, he's, into, he's into actual real life narrative of things that are happening in the world. But then he goes back to talking about the light from the heavens and the, the eternal God. Then he comes back to John and his witness. So I think for, for one, it's, it's beautiful to see this reflected on on the day where we, where we kind of finish and begin our year, that we can reflect on the fact that God is for us the, the beginning and the end of all things. When we come to tonight, the, both the beginning and the end of the year, that we can reflect that, that 
God is, is the beginning and the source of all that we do. He's also the, the purpose and the end of all that we do. But also to be aware as we reflect on this text that God, that knowing Jesus has this, this innate tension about it, that we can, we can become familiar with the experience of Jesus walking with us or meeting our needs and we come to him with our prayers, um, but he's always wanting to reveal himself in a deeper way. Or we can come to God just as the transcendent, wondrous, majestic um, God who was before all time, but he's also wanting to encounter us in an intimate, personal way, step into our story and walk with us. So let's, as we continue to celebrate Christmas, the last two days of the octave, let's continue to be open to the gift of who Jesus is, then both the wonder and transcendence of that and the intimacy of the way that he wants to come close to us.